and one. So let me get up all here comfortable. Clean all this mess up here. Welcome, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to the uh, second, technically third, no, we'll call it the second episode of the um, the unscripted show, where basically I just shoot the shit. It's all unscripted. I don't really lean in with anything specific on my mind. Although today, I want to touch on a couple of things. So last time, you know, I spoke about the uh, Southeast Asian culture and it's sort of... Um, the uh the toxic the toxicity toxicity is that even that sure that's a word right it's toxic nature essentially um and i said a lot i said a lot so we won't touch on that but what i wanted to really talk about today was um men's mental health is something that has been on my mind now I don't know if I suffer from mental health issues. Um, some might say I do. Some might say I don't. I'm not too sure. But I'll get into that in, in, a, in a little bit later on why I say that. Um, because it's not as... There are other factors um, involved in that. But men's mental health is something that we don't really, in this day and age... I personally feel like we don't take into consideration too much because men are viewed as, even now, even still to this day, men are viewed as sort of the protectors. Um, you think masculine energy. So when you think masculine energy, you think very, you know, someone who's brute, strong, um, and not necessarily in a in a physical sense, you know, not in regards to having um, a huge physique, but just in the demeanor. So in your personality, and I think the issue with that is there's a lot of pressure on men to be, you know, what society would say is quote unquote manly behavior. And there are elements and factors involved, yes, but you know there are things that we don't really we don't really pay attention to in men. <clears throat> we don't ask one another if we're all right. How are you doing? We're not really in touch with our emotional sides, you know, the feminine parts, um, because men can be very feminine, and you have to nurture that. You absolutely one hundred percent have to the have to nurture the side of being um a man with with feminine energies i just caught my slippers in the video uh although if you're listening to this you won't be able to see it but wow i should have put some shoes you know what i'm home this is where i live i'm shooting a podcast if i want to wear some slippers i'm gonna wear some slippers next time i might just roll up in my boxes in a vest who knows anyways I digress. And so mental health issue within men is something that I feel isn't, it's not taken as seriously as opposed to our counterparts, women. I know when women, when it comes to women and mental health issues, things are taken a lot more seriously for women as opposed to men. Now that's not to say women don't have it. That's not to say women have it easy is what I'm trying to say. 
because they absolutely 100% do not. It's not easy for women that suffer mental health and it's not easy for men. The issue that I have with men's mental health is that we don't receive the backup. We don't receive the um, the same level of care that women receive. And, and I'm going to tell you a little story and um, into why I believe that's true. Now, there are women in my life that do suffer from mental health issues. Dangerous, dangerous mental health issues. Things that um, I can't go into too much about right now. I probably open up more about it later on in other podcasts and stuff and hone in on specific stories. But there are women in my life that definitely 100% absolutely struggle with their mental health on a daily basis. And it's not pretty. It's not pretty. Absolutely not. And as a man who... um, who deeply cares for these women you know very very important women in my life and i find that as a man you have to for your women anyways uh whether it be a mother a partner a sister i'm not gonna say too specifically about the people in my life it's it is personal but I find as a man, you have to be there 100%. You have to hold it down. And that is a lot. That's not to say as men, we don't want to do that. That's, That's not the thing. That's not what I'm trying to say. That's not what I'm insinuating. That's not the vibe I'm trying to give off. I'm just saying for a man, it's a lot. It is a lot to bear that emotional weight. Uh, and to support, you know, your partner, your mother, your sister, your cousin, your best friend, who whoever it is, um, and it becomes a lot because, on the opposite end, men, when it comes to our mental health, I'm not saying the women aren't there. It's just not easy to reach out for that help as opposed to a woman because when a woman reaches out and i've seen this in so many cases and so many instances when a woman reaches out and she's having a a shitty day uh things aren't going the way that they're supposed to it's terrible mental health is off things are off balance there's usually typically someone for her to call i can i can absolutely guarantee that there is someone to call now if a woman is seeing someone she's in a relationship whether that be with a man or a woman whatever your sexual preference is that's on you cool whatever you're gonna have someone there and if it's not a partner then it's a friend because women have other women as friends and if them women aren't present then they have men who are friends and men are always when it comes to a woman i'll tell you this now when it comes to a woman um friend or partner or whatever it doesn't have to there has to be nothing sexual involved in that men are always going to be there for women there's something within us when we see a woman hurt when we see a woman vulnerable in a certain position in a certain state we as men naturally jump to help in in any way that is that is that we can um 
sometimes we might just jump to it without knowing how heavy the actual load is but you know what by god i bet you we will put that on our shoulders and we will stand tall and walk but for men it's not the same because when it comes to men it's difficult to reach out to other men just in the day and age that we live in you know i will use myself as an example i have many friends um but i can't reach out to all of them when it comes to my mental health i can probably reach out to one or two out of like 12 people i can reach out to one or two out of 12 people when it comes to the state of my mental health and i'll tell you why because men don't take it seriously even those that suffer from mental health don't take it seriously because they don't want to believe that something's wrong they don't want to be in touch with this feminine side side not to say that a break in mental health means that you're feminine it's just some men have made the two synonymous like they go together like oh stop being a you know and and um i don't agree with this language but it's been used very often especially growing up in the 90s and the early 2000 people would say all the time stop being a bitch even to this day and the word bitch because of hip-hop and um not even hip-hop necessarily like even in the 50s um the 40s and the 50s um just in the underground world it was being used heavily to refer to a woman and so now that word is synonymous to a woman when it comes to offending offensively it's it's uh, connected to a woman and so when someone says that instantly you think feminine energy not to say that i think women are bitches because i don't it's language it's all about language and the words that you're using and the context that it's being used in so if someone was to say to me stop being a bitch what they're saying is stop with your feminine energies stop being a woman even though i don't think women are bitches but i know what this person is trying to say and so it becomes difficult to approach other men so as a man to approach other men it becomes difficult um it can be difficult to approach female friends as well uh, especially if you don't have any female friends then you're not going to really be able to approach any but even if you do it can become difficult because women don't want to nine times out of ten bear your emotions they don't want to hold them they don't want to handle them i can say that confidently if you know and it is all dependable but most of the time women don't want to do that in my personal experience anyway women don't want to do that especially when they are your friend a partner or something along those lines again it's quite difficult and tricky it really depends on the relationship but most of the time they don't want to or can't because they're just far too busy i've noticed that with women which is when they're when they're busy they're really busy it's go 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 um and that's not to say i'm going into some sort of rant about women because i'm not what i'm trying to say is there isn't really anyone there for men there isn't really anyone there for men because other men aren't there for men and so it becomes difficult to um excuse me to talk about certain issues so i'll use me as an example there are many things that i have gone through in life 
things that I regret, <coughs> things that I don't, things I wish I could change. So many things. 30 years of experience. I know it's not a lot to some, but my 30 years are like 40 and 50 years to others, you know? Um, and so I often go through a state of a mental breakdown. I don't really like calling it a mental breakdown because I've seen breakdowns. I've seen people call them breakdowns and I just don't like tying the two together. Uh, because a breakdown to me, it just sounds and feels and seems like a complete just shutdown of the entire anatomy. Like, I'm going to have to find a new word for that, but we'll just stick with mental breakdown for now. So I have been through a number of mental breakdowns, just, you know, even within this week alone, um, I've locked myself away. What day is it now? Thursday so we are four days four or five days into locking myself away because I, I'm going through this journey this this thing at the moment where I'm trying to really understand mental health and what factors play in it because it's just not about the state of your mind definitely 100% it's not about the state of your mind there are other things involved you know what are you putting into your body what are you eating are you getting enough sleep how are you dressed have you showered brushed your teeth washed your face what kind of products are you using what kind of music are you listening to have you been out have you done any exercise what is it you're trying to do and so I decided on um, Monday that I was just going to lock myself away uh, for the week, for the full, uh, you know, Monday to Friday, I was going to lock myself away, come out on Saturday and Sunday, reveal myself to the world and then go back to ordinary life on Monday. And so far, it has been one hell of an experience in that I think everyone suffers from some level of mental instability absolutely 100% I don't think anyone is mentally stable at all I think everyone I think everyone has an issue with um, with the state of their mental health and so this week I spent time praying um, I was meditating reading a lot of books I don't know if you can see the books behind me but um, they're really shiny in the video uh, I just finished reading healing is the new high uh, no Yes, Healing is the New High by Vex King and Good Vibes, Good Life by Vex King. I also finished the Will Smith book, which is a great, great, great book, by the way. Um, these these other two are, um, they're, uh, what do you, self-healing books. Um, I've come to a point after reading, I mean, don't get me wrong, they're great books. Vex King is amazing. He's a great, great author. Um, I got a lot of insight and a lot of information from the from both of his books, but I feel like anything that a self-healing, self-help book can tell me, I already know. Granted, the use of the books and sort of what you take out of them is subjective to the reader. Personally, for me, it wasn't really any help 
it wasn't even a reinforcement of this is what you should do oh yeah it, it wasn't any of that i don't know there were there were great reads but there's a there's just a lot of stuff in these books that that i can't really sit with um and so i'm trying to find another way and i'm looking into all these other things i might possibly have adhd you know i've sat so many tests um just over the years uh forget this week alone i mean this week alone i took it to town and i took every single test that i could possibly take and there is a strong chance that i have adhd that's leaked into my adult years that's gone undiagnosed and untreated self-diagnosed myself i'm not going to say that i do have adhd but i'm absolutely going to say that i might have adhd because i've got the adhd tendencies even with this podcast here actually i've spent so long trying to trying to shoot something trying to do a podcast i've got the setup i went out and bought the microphones and i have a habit of um of going into uh what is it i was reading earlier on i should really make notes before i start filming these where is my oh my notebooks all the way over there um oh, it was hyper is it hyper stress hyper stress where um i have to stress myself out so much um and i will go back and i will look at this again i did write all this down but my as i said i don't have access to the to the book right now um so i'll bring it back up another time but i create a surrounding for myself which creates hyper stress now what that is it's just a number of things happening at once so my brain the way it works is it's like a just it's just a massive clutter there are so many things happening in my head at one time i find it extremely difficult to just hone in and focus on one thing so when it came to the podcast which i plan to do um <sighs> i spoke about this in the first one i wanted i plan to do a podcast about what year is it now 2022 uh seven seven years ago i planned to do a podcast seven years ago and i've been trying for seven years like really have i have been trying for seven years i went out there i bought all the equipment i bought ridiculous equipment i bought geez let me let me run through what i spent now i spent I spent upwards of £10,000, 100%, I absolutely 100% hand on my heart spent upwards of £10,000 on just all the equipment that I would need, in fact it, it, I didn't even have to spend 10000 and it was probably a little bit more than that, I'm just calling that off what I can sort of work in my head really quickly over the last sort of seven years obviously the last two three years i've slowed down i haven't bought much equipment so everything was really in its what in in the first like four years of me sort of having the idea from the inception in 2015 then i went out and i bought all this fancy camera equipment i bought like three four cameras dslrs mirrorless um i had the one shots not the one shots but the cyber shots uh, which is the small ones with the flip out screen which 
I was planning to buy another one. And I'll, get, uh, and I'll come back to that. So I bought all this equipment. I bought a road mic. I had everything ready. And then the idea went from wanting to do a podcast into creating a vlog channel. So I was heavily into sort of cinematography, videography, photography, all that stuff. Self-taught. I went and watched, uh, you know, videos um, of uh, Adobe Premiere Pro, Photoshop, Lightroom for hours and hours just learning how to sort of use all this stuff and all this equipment. Started going out there making vlogs. I did a little few videos for friends. Um, started to pick up a little bit more traction, uh, music videos, adverts, promo videos, all sorts, logos, designs. I was doing all right. I was doing well. And then the momentum just stopped. The momentum stopped when I had to focus on one thing, one thing, just one thing on its own. So when I started, um, with all this equipment that I initially bought to do a podcast and just went into sort of vlogging and creating videos <coughs> excuse me is I was in university at the time so I was studying uh, history I was uh, getting my history degree and I was working part-time as well so I was working Saturday and Sunday Monday to Friday I'm in the uni I'm in the library or I'm with my friends or I've got my sort of video things that I'm doing uh, I was building a car at the time uh, I just bought a new new car uh, I was modifying that I was doing a lot of things I was on the dating scene I got in, then I got into a relationship and I was just doing a whole lot and then I took it a step further and I decided I want to start gaming so I've I've always had that idea as well. So the, th the three big sort of things that I've always wanted to do is within creating content anyway is one is have my own podcast. That was the first idea. Second is to sort of create like some type of vlog or, you know, like the Peter McKinnon style. I really, really, this is at this point I fell in love with Peter McKinnon. So the Peter McKinnon style of vlogs with a lot of B-roll, um, something like Yes Theory as well, uh, Nathaniel Drew, uh, you know, all those types of uh, YouTube creators. So, you know, I've got my podcast and then YouTube, I wanted to do that. And then I also wanted to, to do gaming, not professionally, to some extent, I wanted to be a streamer. And then I thought, okay, that's the idea. I'm going to do all of these three things. I haven't started the podcast. I've started with the YouTube stuff first. Let's go get all the gaming equipment. So I then went out. I bought all the gaming, the gaming equipment that I'd need. Uh, it wasn't a lot because obviously I've got everything else that I bought for the podcast, uh, which I used for the YouTube channel. I could have used that. Uh, just a couple extra bits that I needed to go and get, which I eventually did end up buying. Maybe like three, four different times. Now here's the issue. I finished university and that was done i then went into full-time work and then things started to slow down for me i couldn't i just couldn't do i couldn't i couldn't do what i wanted to do because there wasn't enough stress which is crazy because i absolutely hate stress i can't stand stress you know how many times i've sat and just 
and just bawled my eyes out. I'm so stressful, please. I don't want to be stressful anymore. And I'm just continuously stressful. But I seem to peak when I'm stressful. Now, when I peak, it does not mean that I have hit my goal or completed it or even succeeded because nine not even i'm not going to say nine times out of ten because that's a high failure rate but there's been a lot of times and, and a lot of occasions where i've gone on to do something and i have failed because i need to create um an environment of hyper stress in order to function you know let's when i did my gcse's i did not revise one bit not once i i did sorry i lied I didn't revise at all up until like a couple of hours before the exam the night of you know um i'd sleep and then i'd wake up at midnight um and i just revise all the way through into the exam do the exam and done you know i got a b in english lang and lit just doing that um i did the same in college i did the same in university i'm not gonna lie i ripped my dissertation in two weeks I wrote my entire dissertation on the parallel. Uh, I need a drink of water. I wrote my entire dissertation on the parallel lives between Julius Caesar and Pompeius the Great, um, and how similar they are in regards to their military, personal, um, and political careers, and whether um, Julius Caesar emulated Pompey on his rise to um, success because eventually he was he he um, I mean he outlived Pompey uh, that's completely different story for another time when we get into the history side of the podcast because I am a historian I you know I went to university I got a degree in history so I might as well use it for something anyways I digress and so I wrote my entire dissertation in two weeks now when I say two weeks, I don't mean that I was writing for 14 days straight. I mean, I started my dissertation two weeks before the submission date. I got all the information. I got all the quotes, all the references, all the books, all the information that I need. And then I began to write it literally maybe four days before the actual submission date. And then I wrote everything, um, I spell checked everything submit print off post i got two one in my dissertation i got a two one in my dissertation that's not me bragging that's me saying that i need to be in a hyper stressful situation in order to focus which is very 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 unhealthy for my mind body soul everything because i remember and I and I was putting on weight, you know. I was putting on weight like I had had balloon. I'm so I'm not I'm not the tallest person in the world. I'm five foot seven. Um, my build is pretty slim. Shoulders broad, um, ish, good for my height. So I had ballooned up to fourteen stones, maybe just a little bit over. I had this nasty hangover, um, just not appealing at all it was disgusting and you know um and you know how anyone found me attractive then because you know it's it was disgusting it was disgusting 
Um, and so, what was I saying? I was I digressed so much. Anyway, so it's very unhealthy. So I'm putting on all this weight. I'm not getting the right sleep. I'm eating the wrong type of food. I'm smoking cigarette after cigarette. Um, and I create this hyper stressful situation. And yes, I got I got really good grades. I got two one two one in your dissertation from. I personally think is great. It wasn't a high two one. It was a mid to low. I just about got it. Just just above a low a low two one. So it's a mid two one. Um granted maybe I could have got better, I don't know, but I had to have a hyper stressful situation and it had to come towards the end. I can't do anything <coughs> in advance. Even right now as I sit here, I literally have a hundred and one things that I need to be doing. The podcast is definitely one of them. The podcast is important. It's not like this podcast is just a hobby. I have been planning this for years. You know, I'm doing this thing where it's um, it's a ninety day, it's a ninety day plan. So what I do is I focus on one thing for ninety days. Here's the issue: it's not really worked out because. You know, I started this plan for the podcast. I know I said 2015, but I really sat down and really started to write and script things. I started to buy things um, and equipment and stuff. I'm going to go and say like the end of January. Let's just say the last week of January, first week of Feb um, is when I came up with this 90 day plan. And we're now in March and excuse me, I'm going to had a Diet Coke. Excuse me. So as I was saying, um, I create this massive plan, this 90 day plan to uh, to go ahead and create this podcast. I created this little space here. It's not the best. It's not amazing, but it works. I made it. I, I earned it. This is all mine. Everything's set up and ready. To <coughs> oh, my God. Everything's set up and ready to go. And I haven't done anything. There are most days when I'm just sat here and I'm not doing anything. I'm literally just sat here and my brain is going wild because there's so much to do, but there's no time limit on anything. I mean, there is. There's a matter of urgency with everything that I need to do, but nothing's being done because I haven't created that hyper stressful situation yet, you know. I've got forms to fill out, very, very important forms for something very, very important. Um, and I need to do that preferably before midnight. Now, the time right now is um, it's quarter past five. I know that I need to do this form. I received this. I was told that I would get this form. Let me have a look. Uh what day is it? It's Thursday. So I was told on Tuesday that I would get this form in the next couple of days, within twenty-four to forty-eight hours. So I have I I I had knowledge of this in advance before it was sent out. I then receive it today at twenty past ten in the morning by email. Everything is there. Um, everything that I need to fill out. It will literally. It could literally take me no more than twenty minutes. 20 minutes is actually stretching it. It's definitely not going to take that long. However, I haven't done it yet. What have I been do what have I been doing all day? Nothing. I haven't really done anything all day. Um except for just 
sitting here um, pulling my hair out, trying to find something to do. I'll start doing something and then I'll stop immediately. You know, um, another thing that I've, you know, uh, a recent sort of issue that I've run into is I'm not taking care of myself the way I used to. So I'm not dressing as good as I used to. You don't even want to see what my hair looks like. Yo, I had a beautiful, I had beautiful hair. And then I went and I shaved it all off. And now it's growing back and it just looks absolutely hilarious because the sides have grown back, but they've grown back a little bit faster than the top. It just looks ridiculous, even though the top was short. It's, it's all, it's it's just, it's, it's, it's not appealing to look at, which is why I'm wearing the hat in the video um and i'm not dressing the way that i that i used to i've been told by many people i've been told by my dad you know um by friends um you know special loved one and and all that so i i think that i wanted to do that i've been saying that i'm going to do for the past couple of days to sort of organize all my clothes um get them washed, ironed, all that stuff, get them straightened out, what do I like, what I don't like, what's going to charity, what's staying, what looks good, creating outfits, clean my shoes, I was supposed to do all of that, nothing, nothing, haven't done anything, I was supposed to fill this form out, I haven't done it, um, I'm just sort of looking around and I've got a list of things that I need to do in a book just over there and there's a, a lot of the list that I haven't gotten through. And the reason for that is I haven't created a hyper stressful situation to go and do that. And I know I need to do these things, but I just can't seem to get myself to do certain things. It's like I'll have a burst of energy and then I want to do something. And that 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 is I am focused, hyper focused, hyper stressful to I have to create a hyper stressful situation and then become hyper focused. That is the word that I was looking for. Um, so, you know, I need to. I just I'll, I'll aim for something and then I'll run and I'll 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 get as close as I possibly can and then I'll run out of momentum and I'll stop. So this podcast, as an example, I went out there. Um, I went and got a couple of microphones. So here's one in my hand. I got another microphone here, um, which this. The other one might be the better one. Anyways, um, so I went and got the microphones. I got the equipment. I got the desktop. I got the paint. I painted the walls. I bought this little shelf thing here. I got a couple of more shelves, which I was supposed to put up, but then I stopped because I put this one up here and I did it incorrectly. And then I ran out, ran out of momentum and I just didn't bother with the rest of it. I thought, you know what? Forget it. There's ways of putting it up. I just, I got sloppy. And that's the thing, I get very, very sloppy with jobs and I just stop and I stop, I stop the job, I get very sloppy with it and I don't end up completing it the way that it should be completed. And for that reason, I think that I might have ADHD, I really do. Another sign of ADHD is mild depression. Now, I've always had, I've always suffered from depression in some way or form, um, and it does, it's definitely mild depression. And it doesn't even last long, if I'm being completely honest with you. There are moments and, and times where um, I lose it. I'm very depressed, but they're not long-lasting. When I am depressed, however, 
it's like you know someone who's depressed every single day for 30 days let's just use that as an example someone is depressed every single day for 30 days i will have what they feel every single day for 30 days and all their reactions and stuff that they have sorrow happiness anger all of that i will have it in the space of one to three four days and it's definitely got something to do with a dysregulation in emotions and so that's why i think i've got adhd that's a long long story long story cut short that's why i think i've got adhd have i been tested no i haven't will i get tested <laughs> here's a funny story actually so in order to get tested in the uk for adhd i did check on the nhs website uh, i did all these tests i looked at all the diagnosis and, and, and treatments and what you do next and as an adult if it's come from your childhood which in my case if if, if i do have adhd it absolutely 100 percent has come from my child because the symptoms and, and everything that medical professionals are saying matches so anyways in order to get tested you need to ring up the gp and make an appointment so yesterday i rang up the gp around about quarter past three to make an appointment and my gp said we're not making appointments right now you need to ring up first thing in the morning to book an appointment and then we'll see you the same day so you can't book one in advance you need to give us a call and then we'll book uh you need to give us a call on the day first thing in the morning so that's 8 a.m to then be given a same day appointment um and so okay that's fine cool i'll ring you tomorrow tomorrow comes which is today i wake up at quarter past seven in the morning perfect i'm awake i can ring them at eight it got to eight o'clock and i didn't ring them and i said you know what forget it i'll just ring it tomorrow and and that's that's what that's what adhd is like why couldn't i just where was the why was the urgency not there the urgency wasn't there because i just lost interest in it there's no there isn't it's, it's not stressful enough to then create a hyper reaction and i didn't give him a call and maybe i'll give him a call tomorrow i hope that was a funny story so maybe i'm gonna give him a call tomorrow i'll do my best no in fact i will absolutely give him a call tomorrow um so that is why i think i might have adhd and that then this is the point i was coming to this is this is this is what i'm going to touch on and then that then affects my mental health because and again this is all me just sort of spitballing here i don't have any hard evidence other than you know symptoms and and self-diagnosis diagnosis diagnosis whatever you want to call it whatever the correct word is um and doing these sort of tests and quizzes and listening to these medical professionals and watching these videos and reading all these articles and stuff from my understanding and just knowing myself and the knowledge that i've gone out and and gotten and attained myself it seems like i could definitely absolutely 100 percent. i'm like have adhd which then affects your mental health because anyone with ADHD, I read um, struggles in relationships. Now, not just sexual relationships. I just want to make that clear. It's not just, you know, relationships with the other half um, or the opposite sex or whatever sex it is that you're interested in. It's a number of things. It's relationships with families, friends, partners and all that. 
and I find that I do struggle with relationships, especially intimate ones. That is that you know I know I said you know not sexual ones and stuff, but of them all, definitely intimate relationships I struggle with the most. You know I'm going through a test of time right now with a with a personal emotional intimate relationship with a college sweetheart who I met 12 years ago wow 12 years ago 30 now crazy and um, that then leaks into the stability of someone's mental health absolutely 100% that leaks into the stability of someone's mental health so when we when we speak and when we talk about mental health you what I'm trying to say is there's more to it than what you think and what you hear people hear mental health and they might think someone's crazy or they're upset or they're sad not necessarily i mean yes those things have been linked to mental health not crazy let's take that one out because no one's crazy anyone with mental health isn't crazy even if you are crazy whatever that means you're not crazy you know um I don't know what that means. Take that however you want to take it. But I know what I mean. And if you know what I mean, then you're amazing. Um, and so when you talk about mental health, you need to take in so many other factors. Living conditions, you know, social life, professional life, financial standpoint, um, you know, ADHD and, and other sort of... Um, issues illnesses diseases i don't know what you want to call them um that affect the mind and you know it's definitely not just straight it's not as cutthroat as we'd like to think it is um there's definitely a conversation that needs to be had around men's mental health um and mental health in general you know because women suffer from mental health there's obviously so many so many things that women have to go through on a daily basis is you know post maternal uh depression which is something i had no idea about up until a couple of years ago when um when uh when a friend of mine um told me about about what she went through after giving birth uh, a couple of years ago uh and how it affected her and and see that is a form of mental health her mental health declined um due to post-maternal depression and no one took the time to understand her and ask her the questions and see if she's okay do any investigation and and really educate themselves because had they then her entire experience would have been different and that one experience then set a path and it definitely plays a factor into present day 100% it plays a factor into present day and, and just not with this one person specifically with so many different people we really need to take the time to understand and educate ourselves on mental health and different mental health issues whether someone's bipolar uh, has ADD ADHD um, borderline personality disorder uh, whether someone's a narcissist there are different sort of mental health issues and things that contribute to everyone's mental health not just men i know that i wanted to come here and just speak specifically about men and and spend a whole time talking about me because i am a man so there's my example 
um, I don't really have anyone to reach out to and I suppose this to some extent is my new outreach this is my new sort of family that I'll be reaching out to you know whoever is listening and if anyone is listening um, and that's all I really have to say about about mental health and 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 everything that comes with it we definitely need to educate ourselves. i think we need to have a stronger conversation around mental health i'm definitely going to be posting this 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 sort of little clip up to sort of find anyone that's in any type of sort of field or who's open to to talk to me about mental health issues um be it man or woman i'll definitely post this up um and try and find someone and that is it up until then up until then yes up until the next time take care guys if anyone would like to sort of be in touch uh feature on the podcast i'd love to have someone on i don't really just want to be sat here by myself um because as i said i need to be in a hyper stressful situation uh to get a hyper reaction to then sort of generate power and and do the most that i can do there's only for a certain amount of time i can really sort of sit here and and just talk which is effectively what i'm doing i'm just sat here talking um shooting the shit but i'd love to sort of hear from someone else so if anyone wants to sort of get in touch with me or get in contact um i will definitely i'll leave i'll leave the information in uh, in the podcast um and i'll attach it to this video as well it's been great it's been fun i'm gonna now go and put this together peace out guys take care and i will see you soon much love thank you bye